Hello there. It's them. Blast them. Roger, roger. We're doomed. What have we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. Can we just talk about Harrison Ford's sultry-ass voice? The fact that that's, that that's like Harrison Ford from a few years ago and not original Harrison Ford. Yeah, uh-huh. What? Um, <laughs> like, I specific, like, I didn't use original trilogy Harrison Ford. Ooh, no, I used sequel trilogy sultry. Harrison Ford for that. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah. Yes, sir. And welcome to our welcome podcast. back, guys. Woo-hoo. Thank we'll get you our- for coming back after last week. Oh my god! <laughs> Last week was rough. It was rough. I'm sure you. But guys, it was short and sweet. It was short and sweet. There short was not a whole lot of information. <laughs> you guys stuck with it. You did it. I'm we proud appreciate of you. that. If you didn't listen to last week, uh, last week Cassie and I were both very hungover, and it was we struggled. We struggled a lot. So this week we decided to make it up to you guys. We are By already a little drunk. <laughs> yeah! Yay! Cheers! So, che- oh yeah! Cheers! Mm. Ooh, this is nice. So, so what, this, what do we have today, Maggie? This week we are drinking um, the Talia. Talia. I've heard it pronounced multiple different ways, and I should know how it's pronounced, but I don't. Um, so we're drinking their overnight oats stout, which is a stout with banana, cinnamon, and vanilla. Yeah, and it's lovely. Oh, I love that. Oh, and I'm knocked over the can. Okay, great. It's delicious. Yeah, like one sip in, and I'm sold. Yes. Yeah. Um. Also, we will get to Star Wars in like a hot minute, real quick. So this is, as you guys know, we usually record um earlier in the week. Oh, uh, we just post every Sunday. Woof, woof. Yeah, we've we've started started recording on Wednesdays as opposed to Fridays. So it is the night before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Eve. Yay! Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. Um. White people suck and genocide is not okay, but be thankful for what you have in but your life. But food is great and we're going <laughs> to eat it tomorrow. food is delicious. Um, <laughs> so today was announced that those three disgusting men who murdered Ahmaud Aubrey oh, were convicted yeah, I did see that. and guilty. Thank God. Thank God. After what yeah. happened with that motherfucker Rittenhouse. Yeah. I was like, we need some goddamn justice. Welcome to America. Yeah. So anyway, so... Just to update you guys on like where we're at and what's yeah. going on in, in our world today. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So let let's celebrate that tiny victory. I guess. Um. What else happened this week? Um. I didn't get fired from my job. Oh, you didn't get fired! Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's awesome. That's so great. I'm still an idiot, but I didn't get fired. But you didn't get fired. Didn't get fired. And that I, I, is really and the goal: is to be an idiot but not get fired. Facts. I've been and we got a manager. We actually got a manager, and I love her. She's yeah. great, and she's I think around like our age, mm-hmm. so she's. Super relatable, so 30s and approachable, for those and of awesome. You. Okay. Yeah, you're not just talking to me; you're talking to everyone. Sometimes <laughs> I forget, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, so 30s, 30s. Can I say that yet? I still have a couple months where I can get away with not saying that. You're 30. Yeah, but so I'm not in, in th- my 30s. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> not fuck yet. You. Give me a couple months. I'm I got not there a, yet. I got a month till I'm like. You're like, I'm really in. <laughs> like, I'm like 30s and then some. <laughs> I'm smack dab in the middle of it. Um, just like, give me a minute, okay? 
Well, my body likes to remind me. I went to yoga last night for the first time in so long. Yeah. And it felt amazing. I am typically a Pilates person, but mm-hmm. I do love my yoga. I just mm-hmm. haven't been to a formal class in a while. Mm-hmm. And I went. It was amazing. It was great. It was awesome. Still got it. Boop, boop. <laughs> but today I'm feeling it. I was washing my hands and the muscles near my armpits hurt. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> rude. Okay. It's a cool. little rude. Don't like that. Got a little bit of a cramp sitting in my chair today. I was like, wow. Don't like that. <laughs> oh my God. So uh, don't turn 30. It's yeah. a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. Wait, that's your advice is don't turn 30. Yeah. Uh-huh. I tell everybody that. That's my advice. Everyone's like, oh, how's it turning 30? I'm like, don't do it. It's a trap. So I'm just going to continuously just celebrate the anniversary of my 25th birthday. I have a wine glass that says 29 plus with a middle finger. <laughs> and I will forever live by that mantra. So yeah. There's so that. this year I will be celebrating the ninth anniversary of my 25th birthday. I'm proud of you. Next month. And I will forever be 25. <laughs> At a girl. You couldn't, to be fair though, <laughs> to be fair, you could not pay me enough. To be in my 20s again, especially in my early 20s. That's true. I wish I had like, I wish I had my brain right now in my body 10 years ago. (laughs) Yo, brain and like financial stability-ish. I would be be unstoppable. I would be a force to be reckoned with. I'd be too powerful, actually. No, it's probably best that I didn't have that. Is this how celebrities in their 20s feel? Probably, yeah. Damn, (laughs) they don't know. They don't get the struggle. They don't get what it's like to eat ramen for dinner, but you save some of it because you might need it for dinner the next night or croutons for dinner. To date for dinner because you know I did that in my early 20s where I legitimately... So I would go on uh, online dating stuff and I would just like schedule like three to four dates a week Mm -hmm. in which the guy would like tell me, he's like, oh, I'm going to take you out to dinner here. And I would schedule my meals like that. Because my finances at the time were either I could afford food or I could afford rent. Uh-huh. And so everything was going to rent. So I was like going on dates like four times a week, just scamming guys for food. Oh, my God. We- I literally did that. And I'm not proud of it, but I'm also a little proud of it. But also, like, it's a move. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you. Um, it's a baller move. We also and I did have it. a friend who used to do that, but she also used to schedule it in a way that she had somewhere to stay. Oh, Ashley? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I just like full on called her out. <laughs> there are a million Ashes. In the there world. are. Um, yeah, there, it's 100%. fine. She's married with a baby now. She's an, a full on adult now. Yeah, she's like, a, it's fine. Yeah, she's she has her shit way more figured out than we do. <laughs> and it's also like her favorite thing to tell people. She's yeah. like, oh yeah, when I first moved to the city, I was only on Tinder because I needed somewhere to stay. I'm like, Ashley. <laughs> I dated this guy for years that I met when I was scamming guys for food. And he and I were together for like the longest time. And he like mentioned it to his, his friends because I had told him. Uh, mm-hmm. After a, a while, I told him, I was like, you know, it was just like scamming you for food. Honesty. And, Honesty. I respect. And like he left and thought it was funny. He told his friends about it. And then his friends warned him about me and like, oh, she's a gold digger. And he just like, no, she was just hungry. Also, okay. Worst gold digger ever. Yeah, I am the worst <laughs> gold digger in the world. Same. I love that. Because I'm like- still living like this. <laughs> I'm not doing it right. We're not doing it very well, guys. So that dude's friends, if you are listening, I have failed at my gold digging. 
so sorry. That's so funny. That reminds me of the new girl bit when Nick calls her a gold digger because she's more attracted to him and he's yeah. like has his shit together. Writing yeah. and has his shit together. She's like, excuse me? She's like, you think I'm a gold digger for you? That would make me the worst gold digger ever. I was like, I feel that so hard. Uh, yeah. Because, yes, same. No, absolutely not. Yeah, 100%. Like, the fact that I legitimately have been accused of being a gold digger. And, like, like, not not to shit on this dude. Like, he and I had had our issues and everything. But he is a wonderful, wonderful person. And I wish him nothing but the best. But, like, if I'm going to gold dig... No offense, you're not the person I'm going to with. You ain't the one. <laughs> I realize that it's not meant for me. I was not meant for that life in mm-hmm. my 20s when I've dated plenty of guys who are either in finance. You yeah. know, half of the guys yeah. I've dated in their zip codes in Manhattan. Yeah, same. And I, yeah, no, I can't do a man. Yeah, if after one or two dates, like, you you bore the shit out of me and I, no, hard pass. Absolutely like, not. This is not the life for me. All right, me. finance bros, if you're listening... Up the personality. Personality, man, it's a thing. It's legitimately the personality. If you're like a finance bro and you're saying, oh, I can't get a girl, I can't get a girl, I can't get a girl, it's you. Yeah. You're the problem. Also, side note. Your, your job is not your personality. No. And <laughs> if you plan dates by scheduling them in your calendar and you use terms of let's circle back to this on Wednesday for a <laughs> Go lunch, fuck yourself. That is not a personality <laughs> trait. And fuck you, I'm not a client. <laughs> girl. No. No, not doing it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Do, do Which you... actually leads me perfectly into, do you want to go first for your hot take or I can go first? Uh, y- your choice. Dealer's choice here. Because I was about to segue into the hot takes too and you stole the segue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll go because it, I, I don't know if it has anything to do with what we were just talking about, but I'll go because yours will end us on a um, good note. <laughs> Will it? Or like a happier note? I have no <laughs> idea. I honestly don't know. She didn't tell me what her hot take was. She also doesn't know what mine is. So. Yeah. So. Um, all right, but she has one. For the folks in the back, she has a hot take this week. She has been semi-prepared for this episode. A couple of times now. Who am I? This I is know. like the second time. I know. You got like a real job and now you're like suddenly responsible. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Considering last week we stayed out till 4 a.m. before you had to work (laughs) at 8. Oh, yeah. No, that was not a good look. Anyway, uh, so (laughs) what I was saying was, all right, does everybody have a drink? Pour yourself a drink. Um, My hot take this week. Smoke if you got them. My hot take this week is, do you want to know what I love about Star Wars the most? My favorite thing about Star Wars in a galaxy far, far away is that what our generation has unfortunately gotten way too accustomed of doing ghosting people yeah does not exist you don't do that Mm -hmm. actually as a matter of fact in a galaxy far far away when you ghost someone being Mm -hmm. a force ghost that means you're (laughs) sticking around there's only like what six of them didn't we say what did we say six Sure. Anyway, still though, do you know what I mean? The only terms in Star Wars that have to do with ghosting means you're not ready to leave yet. It's actually that you're always there. You're always there. (laughs) Right? That's what I love. So, like, I, no joke though, like, my favorite thing about Star Wars, like, Anakin has his flaws, sure, whatever. Mm. He has Um, a lot of flaws. Yeah, uh huh. (laughs) One of my favorite things about him is that not only did he not fucking ghost Padme, but he told her, I have brought peace 
freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. Your new empire? <laughs> you Wait, what? <laughs> well, he told that to Anakin, or he told that to Obi-Wan. Yeah, uh-huh. So anyway, um, I, that's my thing. Not the next time someone is in my life, like, bro, if he's not, ta- ladies, my single ladies who listen to this podcast, <laughs> listen up real quick. If he's not telling you he wants to bring peace, freedom, justice, and security to his new empire, he ain't the one, sis. He ain't the one. Like, I get what you're saying, <laughs> and I feel like you've said this before. I feel like we've had this conversation before, Probably. but also I feel like you shouldn't face what you want in a man off Anakin's back. I don't know why you're yelling at me right now. He but... <laughs> choked his wife till she died because she was sad. Yeah, uh-huh. Anyway, so she... <laughs> no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But do you know what I mean, though, about yeah. like, ghosting and Star Wars? Oh, no. Yeah, well, they don't do that. That term it's, doesn't exist. No, and I appreciate that, that about As them. big as a galaxy is far, far away, mm-hmm. you can't seem to get away from fucking people. You can't. If anything, they stick it, like, around. These, the, the people in your life just seem to always pop up whether or not you want them yeah. to in Star Wars because a large galaxy is surprisingly surprisingly small they will stick around and you know what i love that though to be fair to be fair though i had been living in new york for a while and i was i was working in times square and i was i was waiting tables at the time and i started serving this table and like i happened to notice that like the dad's um shirt he had like an iowa state logo and it's like oh my god my dad went to iowa state Mm -hmm. and we started talking and then the the daughter who was there like adult daughter who was with him said, like, you look really familiar in the because I mentioned I was from Iowa. And they were like, Oh, did you go to did you go to this high school? I'm like, Yeah, I did. And we found out we went to high school together. And she goes, what? Oh my God, I remember seeing you in plays. And mm-hmm. and then she like and and then she kind of like it wasn't a backhanded compliment, but then she was kind of like bragging about like, oh, I do this and my husband does this. And like I'm standing there like waiting tables on them, like waiting their waiting on their table. Like, okay, and, right. I, and like, well, <laughs> I got out of Iowa. No offense to any Iowans listening, but also you understand if you're Iowa listening. You understand. <laughs> No, that's a I had, I had somebody ask me this week and like, oh, why'd you leave Iowa? And I was like, well, have you ever been to Iowa? That's what I say to people about South Carolina, specifically yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. They're like, why would you ever leave there? I'm like, have you ever been to the South? Have you ever been there? <laughs> Bye. Like, I mean, I love it, and that is my home. That is where I'm from. Oh, it's it will, beautiful it will, down there. It will never, However, like, Iowa will never not be my home. Mm-hmm. But... That being said, day to day life, not for me. Oh, for fuck's sake, God, I can't. No, and I, I say that as a very proud Iowan. <laughs> Agree. Agree, girl. Um, yeah. Well, there we go. What were we talking about? Uh, hot take. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so right. I'm done. That was mine. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> my hot take from the week came from my many, many. Wait, hold on. I was supposed to bring you empanadas. You bitch. We haven't had dinner. Yeah, I know. Fuck. It's in my fridge. It's like a whole pan of them, too. We need to eat them. God damn it. Sorry. Anyway, my hot take is that, so I was scrolling through TikTok like one is wont to do, and 
I saw this pop up from one of the the girls, like this this content creator that I follow on TikTok who does a lot of Star Wars stuff, and she made the comment that J.J. Abrams would be terrible at improv, and huh. her reasoning behind it is because improv is, and so like her the 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 creator I'm con I, I'm talking about is um her TikTok is at discount Bocatan. And she's fantastic. Oh. And there's another creator I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, but she said that J.J. Abrams would be terrible at improv because what improv is, is what you do with improv is you say yes and. Mm. And so what the Rise of Skywalker did to the last, like the last Jedi sets up all this stuff. And then the Rise of Skywalker, instead of saying yes and, it says no actually. Ah, Oh yeah, that's and a good I take. Loved, that's a really I good take. loved that. I thought that was incredible, and I and I could not get that out of my head. And then it reminded me of another TikTok where, um, if you are a Star Wars fan who happens to love the Last Jedi, I would go on TikTok and follow Cat Lady JJ because mm-hmm. she, I don't agree with her on everything that she puts out, but her takes on The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker are phenomenal. And she pointed out that she views, and I and I fully agree with, like, sometimes you just need someone to articulate for you of how you're feeling. And she did this perfectly, where she said The Rise of Skywalker is an insecure movie. Where yeah. it is basically taking all of these things that, like, the Last Jedi does what what Empire Strike Back Empire Strikes Back does a lot of the times where a lot of the time where it takes what you think you know about this world and kind of turns it on its head a little bit and it leaves you it leaves you on a cliffhanger. It le- it doesn't leave you with a with a happy resolution. Okay. It I mean Empire Strikes Back <clears throat> leaves you with they they haven't really won anything at the end of that movie. You're on a cliffhanger. Luke and Leia are on that medical ship. Han or uh, Lando's flying away. Nothing has been really resolved. We don't know what happened to Han Solo at mm-hmm. the end of that movie. Nothing has been resolved, and and the Last Jedi resolves a lot of things. But when the Rise of Skywalker comes in, it takes all those th- and like. It, it it takes all those things that mm, you guys didn't like that. So here's what we have instead. No, actually, Ray's not a nobody. She's a Palpatine because you needed a grand scheme of things to happen. And no, we're gonna we're gonna you know pull on your heartstrings by making you think a character has died, but like two seconds later, we're gonna reveal that the character mm-hmm. has lived and it does that multiple times with characters oh in the rise of skywalker it's very fan servicey in my opinion yeah and i know you you and i have two differing opinions because yeah. i like the rise of skywalker i do i think I it's like a fun i think thing. it's i think it's a fun movie yeah. but I, I i i feel like I, I get what she's saying by saying the rise of skywalker is insecure because instead of having because instead of being able to say yes Anne, and building off of those things mm-hmm. It says, no, actually, let's make this a little more palatable. I see what you mean. And not to say that The Last Jedi is perfect, because it absolutely isn't. There is a huge disservice to the Knights of Ren in mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi, which I do take offense to, because that is they're such a cool concept, and I wanted more yeah. of that. But I, I love how, the, how these two creators kind of, raised what they said of J.J. Abrams would suck at improv and 
The Last Jedi is insecure. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, I just needed somebody to put those words into my head because I didn't know how I felt about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I'm, that's how I'm feeling. I like mm-hmm. that take, though. I mm-hmm. like that take that he would not be very good at improv. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? It's he not doesn't like, really yes and anything not... from The Last Jedi. And you kind of yeah. need to like yes and to move the story forward. And I... that's what... Yeah, that's that. That's what um, Return of the Jedi. Why it why it did so well because it took what Empire Strikes Back did and yes anded it forward. Yeah, instead of the Rise of Skywalker taking what the Last Jedi did and saying no actually to it. Yeah, I agree on like a through line of a saga. Yeah, you need to do the yes and. But on the not being good at improv thing, that isn't necessarily meaning that he's bad at his job or no like bad I in the absolutely do like, not my, think that, my, think that uh, about J.J. Abrams my strong suit as an actor is not improv mm-hmm. and I know that about myself I know I'm not super great I'm Same. much better at script analysis character development yeah. I like to do the homework yeah. I want to do the homework yeah. that's where I thrive at personally so that like in the moment on the spot improv yeah it's not my strongest suit and some people just are like that yeah. So I I see where as a through line for the saga though that sucks. Like yeah. you needed someone to continue on with that and be okay with it, which he did in some aspects, obviously, some, or else it wouldn't have worked at all. So like in some storyline, some aspects he clearly continued the story on with. Yeah. Some things. Um, it was just specifically with Ray. He yeah. said no. And, and, like, as someone who I will criticize the fuck out of The Rise of Skywalker, but I will watch that movie in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because it is fun it to watch. Fun. And, like, I enjoy it. And but it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's it's visually stunning. I think it's a little, it just personally for me, it's a little too fanservice-y. And you didn't take what was given to you and build on it. You kind of cut back. Yeah. Instead, it, like, I mean, that you have those moments of, It like, actually made me like Kylo Ren more. Yeah, I You mean, know I think he's a whiny little bitch, so. <laughs> Kylo Ren is 100% Star Wars fanboys until he Jesus becomes Ben Solo. Fuck. Ben Solo I'd love, and I would yeah, die for that man. Absolutely. I would pull a but Julia Ky- for that man. But Kylo Ren is a whiny little oh, bitch of sucks. a villain. You tell him no, and he's like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm gonna, gonna destroy, destroy the galaxy. <laughs> you told me no. Oh, God. But, like, he's 100% a little fanboy. Mm. I'm not saying The Rise of Skywalker is a bad film. No, I, know I don't. I, know I don't like it within the context of coming from The Last Jedi. You take what yeah. the last movie gives you, you build upon it, and you move forward. That's think... how you build a, a, a saga, a, how you build a trilogy. Yeah. When you, when you say, no, actually, this is what's going on. Yeah. And, I mean, The Last Jedi does that a little bit to The, to the Force Awakens, too, where it takes... I, I think it's a little, sub. You, you can argue it either way where it's subversing expectations with Snoke or a no, I don't think it's a full no actually with Snoke. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I think it's a little bit like kind of playing on what we expect of him. Yeah. And I think that, I think it works and that's where I think it doesn't work with The Rise of Skywalker. That makes sense. Is that my, you've taken what my expectations were and you've said, mm, you're wrong. Yeah. And not in a way that's like, oh, we're going to, like, spin it around. It's yeah. just like, no, somehow Palpatine returned, and you're like, wait, what? What's happening? What's going on? Sorry, yeah, what no. now? I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. We haven't even started on the episode yet. That's good, because I don't have a whole lot of notes. <laughs> Great. 
I also have to pee. Well, we'll take a break then. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Well, no, not bye, but like bye for a minute. We're still going to be here. You're going to listen to me talk. You're going to listen to me talk because it's an ad right now. And we're back. Yes. What are we talking about? This is our second syndicate. Yeah, we are talking about the Black Sun Syndicate this week. And that is, so a lot of times with Star Wars, we will talk about Nazi shit because that pops up from time to time. So the Black Sun in Star Wars is not to be confused with the Nazi slash neo-Nazi Black Sun symbol, which is a Nazi thing. So they're... Yeah, there there is a there is a uh, a Nazi symbol called the Black Sun symbol. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I'm not super familiar with Nazi symbols. Oh, you aren't? <laughs> no. Um, but I okay. mean, neither Good was I until I started looking up. You're the like black. until I started researching. And I was still, like, nope. That's if not you what I want. just Google Black Sun, oh, um, yeah, you will get some Nazi shit. Um, You're now on like the FBI's like radar list. Oh God, if I wasn't there already with all the weird shit I look oh, up all fair. the time, um, <laughs> like. Your FBI agent, your computer is already like, Maggie's like, good? what the? You good? <laughs> God, she's looked up some weird ass shit. What and is like, well, happening? You, yes, she has. Well, okay, okay, so the Black Sun Syndicate, it really came to prominence around the time of the Clone Wars. Okay. And the main reason why this crime syndicate was able to become so powerful during the Clone Wars is because of the Jedi. Of course. Yeah, so basically the Jedi were so focused on this war effort and doing whatever the Senate wanted them to do in that moment and, like, not doing what they were supposed to be doing as Jedi that the Black Sun and other crime syndicates like this were able to rise to prominence because they were so focused on this war effort. They are so—the Jedi, I don't know if they realize it, they are so easily manipulated. Yeah. They are so easily controlled. And I think that's... Which is kind of ironic. But I think that is such a great story point for something like this, where you have this group that is so... I mean, they are good. They are inherently good. But they contribute to so many issues that happens because they put that, that goodness in the wrong... Place. Like their their intentions are a lot a lot of the times misguided or or manipulated. I feel because that. they, they are always good. want to see the good in people. Yeah, and they miss a lot it. of the bad. And a lot of what happens with the Jedi is that they are so against the dark and they close themselves off so much to the dark side that they end up being completely overthrown by the dark side because they can't recognize it when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um. That's a topic for another time that we've thought that we've touched on many times well, before, but we can touch oh, on it again because why wouldn't you? Right. Um, so the Black Sun, they're primarily run by the falling falling species. And um they're like falling mainly species. Yeah. Falling to um they are a reptomammalian, which is the word I got off of Wikipedia. Uh, so they are our reptilian overlords, essentially. All I can imagine are the frog people that yeah. Baby Yoda likes to eat their eggs. <laughs> That's all Kinda, I can imagine. <laughs> but add a little bit more human features to the face. Oh, okay. um, so they're they're native to the planet Falene. They're green skinned. They have very prominent foreheads, very Klingon esque, without the horizontal lines that Klingons have oh. from Star from Star Trek. Yeah, uh huh. Okay. That I do not watch, so I have no idea. <laughs> um, they also like to rock a high pony. 
Love the Ariana Grande yeah, look. They have, they, have, yes. they have a little bit of an Ariana Grande-esque sort of thing happening. Love that about them. Um, so are these the members of the Black Sun so they, or are these just they, These aren't necessarily the members, but they make up the majority of the Black Sun. The Black Sun has members who are not falling. Okay. But their higher-ups are, for the most part, falling. Like, I mean, they were, during the Clone Wars, primarily headed by falling noblemen. I have to tell you right now, yeah. from all this description I'm getting, I am already pegging them as the influencers <laughs> of the galaxy far, far away. It's the ponytail, isn't it? It's the pony for me. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, so Falleen's also just fun fact for anyone who needed to know. They also produce a very powerful pheromone to attract a mate. Of so course they, they do. They stank. They stank. They stank. Um, oh god. So like not all not all Fallines are Black Sun and not all Black Sun are Fallines. So like I said like according to Wikipedia and like I'm racking my brain and I went through a bunch of things trying to find the reference of where he is Black Sun and I don't know if I'm just missing it. If if you guys know fucking tell me. Um apparently Zero the Hut was at one point a member of the Black Son and huh. Zero the Hut is Jabba the Hut's uncle, which I didn't realize until I, until like three hours ago. Uh, well, and I was yeah. like, "Wait, that's Jabba's uncle? I just thought they were related. I, I, I you didn't know how they were. Related. I didn't. Yeah, I just never assumed okay. that Zero was Jabba's uncle. Um, yeah, but Zero the Hut was at one point in time, according to Wikipedia, a member of Black Sun, and I can't figure out where, but. I mean, he, I I mean, I think what they're mainly trying to say is that he has worked with Black Sun at some point in time because he's had his outs with the the Hut clan. We'll get into Zero and the Huts. They're going to close out our, uh, our our syndicate series. Yeah, I felt, I felt like the Huts was the best to close on. Hell yeah. Um, so Black Sun is their, their main base of operations is on Mustafar. They actually do move their operations to Ord Mont. Montel. Um, obviously, we know Mustafar from the floor is lava. The floor is lava, uh-huh. and where Absolutely. Vader is like, this is where I will put my home. Absolutely, um, my castle he, will be here. This as is we the... now have a storyboard that we are currently in the middle of writing. He burns his dick off, supposedly. <laughs> You, this has not been explained to any of our listeners. This oh, is I'm something so that only you and I know about. So sorry. We have like a text chain going on where we legitimately think this is an actual storyline. We just want to know like how intact Darth Vader is post the Mustafar fight. With because his nether region. I, <laughs> I argue based on how he's positioned, he's not in lava. He's next to lava. It probably got a little singed. But I think he still has it. And some people think that it's gone. That it's gone and that he could have some a strap st- on. A, a, a pros- <laughs> a, a, I was going to say a prosthetic. Um, but OK. <laughs> it's it's a long, in-depth conversation that we are more than willing to get into if you guys want it. I am fully on board with it being an episode one day. Yeah. Of, you guys like, what's, what's going on in Darth, Darth Vader's downstairs? <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? Why the hell not? That's a great episode topic. You're going to make me research it, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. You're going to lead that episode. Well, Uh, all right. (laughs) So the Black Sun's main quote unquote business venture 
is uh, sentient trafficking, which is, is huh. a, a, essentially slave trading. No, don't like that. It's, it's a fancy. It, that is a that is a fancy way of saying slaves. No, um, don't that's like that. Human trafficking. What the Black Sun do does does is they traffic in sentient beings. So, oh, well, I will no. say people because not everybody is people in a galaxy far, yeah. far away. Um, Ugh, I don't like that at so, all. So basically, like when when Maul and Previsla were rounding up all their criminals to take over Mandalore with that little plot that they had where they're like, we're going to overthrow the government of Mandalore by having a bunch of criminals attack Mandalore and be like, oh, look, these pacifists can't deal with it. Uh-huh. Um, they... The Black Sun, when they were originally approached for this, kept refusing Maul. Huh. So Maul then said, like, oh, these motherfuckers keep refusing me. So he sends his brother, Savage Opress, which is, like, the most, like, goth name ever. It really is. It Sauvage really is. Opress. It's dramatic. I, I love lo- it. I love how overdramatic it is, and I love how fucking stupid I was not to realize that you have Maul, Savage, and Feral. Are the three like mall brothers? Yes. Like Savage needs to be a part of the Crimora though, because those are our goth kids of the. <laughs> I still stand I think by that the statement. They were the emo kids. They weren't goth. They, they were, were like emo. emo slash goth. Do you uh, know what I mean? You said they were emo. You said they were pop punk, didn't you? Yeah. Huh? It's like there's a fine line where they all fall under the same category. You know what I'm talking about? And Wait. that line is called 2006 <laughs> Fallout Boy, <laughs> Panic at the Disco. 2006 My Chemical Romance. Yes! <laughs> yes! Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's when I graduated high school. Ooh, <laughs> I was in Shut high school. Shut up. All right. <laughs> so, he sends Savage to negotiate with the Black Sun. Okay. And then negotiate, we're going to use that term loosely here mm-hmm. with, with quotation marks. So Savage's negotiation tactics were basically to like say, hey, what's going on? And then when they didn't respond the way he wanted to, he killed all of the leadership um, of the Black Sun by doing one of my favorite things that Force users can do with a lightsaber, which is just chucking it. He oh, like uh-huh. they're at a long like banquet <laughs> table, and Savage has the double bladed lightsaber. He takes it and he like helicopter chucks it down the end, decapitates pretty much everyone. So he straight up boomerangs his lightsaber. Yeah, and I don't understand. I need more lightsaber throwing. I want to see that scene. That's like the red wedding. Yeah, of Star and Wars. Just, like it's so quick, and he's like, bam. He's just like, and we out. <laughs> Oh, and so he he basically he he kills them all, and then he. I mean, turns, they are human traffickers, or uh, yeah. So we we you know, like so. we're 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 fine. Um, I'm not but mad about so it. then he turns to who would like. Then he turns to the captain of the guard, and says, "What do you think?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, we we good. Yeah, we good." Yeah. So um, that is so. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the previous leadership because I forgot how to say his name. But the leadership then is passed from that guy to Zaitan Moj, who was literally just the captain of the guard, who is literally just he is standing in the room when all this goes down. And then he turns to him and is like, mm, you're a leader of the Black Sun now. And he's like, oh, well let's go take over Mandalore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> you know what? You make some valid points. <laughs> wow. All right, so then. Zaiton immediately is like, yep. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go get Mandalore. This is, this is a great idea you've just had now that you've killed six people in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just six? Uh, well, I think it's like... I was imagining a lot more. I mean, I think it's like five of, of the Black Sun leadership and then the, the full-on leader. Oh, but yeah, like, I mean, he just like okay. literally throws his lightsaber down the table, decapitates them all. And then essentially just turns to the guy and be like, you want to go invade Mandalore? And he's like, yup, <laughs> okay. let's, let's do this shit. This is a great idea you've had. I really appreciate what you've brought to the table. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. So <clears throat> Maul's little like coup thing with all the crime things is known as the, is known as the Shadow Collective. So prior to joining this Shadow Collective, the group was primarily based on Mustafar. Okay. And... Not where not where Vader's castle is. It's not like that's not the same location. They're off uh adjacent to like this like mining town that's on Mustafar. There's other things than Vader's castle on Mustafar. There um, are other things than just lava? Yeah. Oh no, there's lava. What a thunk. Yeah. But so after that, they moved the base of the Black Sun from Mustafar to uh Ord Mantel, which just is another planet that's popped up from time to time in Star Wars. Like, okay. I think it was mentioned in uh, Empire Strikes Back. It showed up in the Bad Batch. Okay. And so they moved their operations to there, and then they pretty much operate, like, openly there. And they're like, yeah, we're here. We're crime. Great. Yeah. Um, The Black Sun, they have worked with other syndicates in the past. Um, Like, primarily, like, the ones that pop up all the time that they work with are the Pikes that we're going to be talking about next week, which I'm very excited to talk about. Um. Mm-hmm. But so the Pikes and the Black Sun, they actually they they team up to defend Ord Mantell against the Separatists, against like Dooku and Grievous when they come to take over the planet. They're huh. like, like the the crime syndicates will team up with whatever side will benefit them. That's they, fair. like the morals are very gray when Sounds it comes like a very to mall thing to it do. Is, yeah, they're yeah. So like it makes sense for them to team up with Maul. Yeah. Um. But they like the Battle of Ormantel, they they all the, these two sides team up together and, and and defend this planet and be like, we don't want your bullshit here right now. Yeah. And they semi succeed okay. in that. They like for the most part succeed. Okay. Um so Zaitan, who's still like the leader of the Black Sun at this point in time, the former the, f- the former captain of the guard who mm-hmm. got a very drastic promotion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very sudden promotion. He actually, at one point in time, try at, during his leadership, he tries to get the Pikes and the Black Sun to merge their syndicates and become this, like, super crime syndicate. Okay. But the Pike leadership initially is like, nah, I don't want that. They're like, hard pass. Yeah. So naturally, Zaitan is like, well, what do we do? We kidnap their family. No. They're bad guys. They're the bad guys. I keep forgetting. Why does Star Wars always think that kidnapping members of family is like the solution? 
No. Just read my own notes and said, so Zaitan kidnapped the Pike leader's family. Like you do. Like you do. Like you do. Uh-huh. Don't get, oh, I'm not going to get my way? Well, I guess I'm going to kidnap your fucking family. It is what it is. This is where yeah. we're at. <laughs> we'll see what your opinion is like once I have all the people you care about. Facts. Um, so, you know, that, that shit goes down. Not important. Well, basically, we're going to get into that next week. Uh, so, post the Clone Wars... The Black Sun actually started working. Um, they kind of had a a working relationship with the Empire, like huh. because normally the crime syndicate seemed to kind of operate in a sense of I don't want to, especially during the Clone Wars, of I don't want to deal with the Republic, I don't want to deal with the Separatists, I want to do my own thing, leave me the fuck alone. Okay. During the the reign of the Empire, the Black Sun started working with the Empire, and basically what they would do is they would watch the Outer Rim, and the Imperials would leave them the fuck alone. Okay. And, like, in Legends, the Black Sun is way more prominent in Legends. And in, I mean, in Legends, the Black Sun is, like, the, one of the, like, end-all, be-all criminal syndicates, which, in canon, they are definitely not when we have syndicates like the huts and crimson dawn yeah like i feel like even the pikes are a little bit more powerful than black sun in canon but in legends they're like they're in everything i mean that makes sense if you're gonna be named after a shitty 80s movie you might as well (laughs) (laughs) you might as well be the big bad am i wrong i feel like black sun and crimson dawn are like they could potentially be like the big bats, yeah. And then the huts are just like we know as like a Star Wars fandom from the original. Yeah, right? we we know from from <clears throat> like you can just watch the movies and know that the huts are fucking powerful. Absolutely. In in Legends, the Black Sun kind of surpasses the huts yeah. almost in that, but in canon, they don't necessarily like the huts are kind of still the end all be all when it comes to crime syndicates, and I think it's just because like. Giant slugs and they're iconic. They are giant slugs. Yeah, they are. They also they're, they're a mood. Um, they also partake in slavery and trafficking. Let's not forget. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, none of the crime syndicates we're covering are good. Crime more I kind of love though. Like they're like the because we don't know jack shit about like them. The neighborhood did teens. You, they're the youths. Did you learn? <laughs> Nothing from last week where yeah, uh-huh. I literally could not find jack well, shit that's why on the I'm crime. I'm telling you what they are. I'm telling you right now what they are. I really hope that <laughs> that like the Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian season three gives us like all this information about the crime wars, and I can like come back on here and be like, and be like, hey guys, so I was 100 percent wrong, and Cassie <laughs> was right. You're welcome. I'm gonna contact someone. Who are the writers so, in Star Wars? I'm gonna contact them. And be like, this is what they need to be. Okay, okay. So. Post Order 66 and all that thing mm-hmm. when the Empire's like, yeah, we're the shit right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they at that time, they had order from their orders from their leadership because they're dealing with their sentient trafficking, aka slave trafficking, at the time. And they're dealing with that. And they have this pilot out on the outer rim who keeps getting in their way. And keeps bugging them. And keeps fucking bug, God keeps damn it. fucking up their slave trade. Like, how dare you? And so they have orders to either kill or hire this pilot. And then, like, charge this pilot, you know, 
like basically make this pilot pay for all the money they've lost. This pilot's name is Ashla. And Ash- oh, dang it. Ashla is not her real name. I thought you were going to say either um, Han or Lando. Mm-mm. I thought that's where no, you were going. Ashla dang is, it. Ashla is not her real name. Okay. Her real name is Ahsoka. <gasps> Shut up! Yeah, the dun, bl- dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Twist. It's Ahsoka. So, Ahsoka has been. She knew Ahsoka was a pilot. Yeah, but she's Anakin's Padawan. She one hundred percent knows how to pilot. I don't know. Like, how would things. she? How would she be Anakin's Padawan and not know how to fly a ship? I don't know. <laughs> but so she has been working for the for the Farty Clan and basically has been getting in the way of the Black Sun. Farty Clan. I'm Farty. sorry. I'm Twelve years old. No, not Farty. <laughs> Farty. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to be fair, that's valid. Thank uh, you. <laughs> and she's been disrupting their slave trade. And so they're like, you either need Atta to girl. fucking. I, I do appreciate this for the Black Sun where they're like, you either need to kill her or hire her. Mm-hmm. Because she's getting in her way and it's. But they, but they acknowledge but they, they acknowledge her talent. How, yeah, they acknowledge how good she is. They're like, but she's pretty damn good. So though. they do approach her and she's like, nah. Atta girl. No. She's like, no, and, there, there's a little firefight that happens. It gets interrupted by Bail Organa's ship that basically leads or like leads Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> so many crossovers. You can't silently react on a podcast. I'm sorry. My <laughs> eyes just got so wide. I just got really excited. I love, you know, I love a good crossover. Yeah. So continue. So basically, Bail Organa sends a ship to pick up Ahsoka because they're like, we need to get so some Leia balls and room. Ahsoka potentially met. To Ooh! to my to my I knowledge, am not okay. I don't have any like I of any like specific in canon moment for Shorezies where they have met. Um, you but can't that, give but me that, that story is, and tell but me they that didn't is. Meet. But that is the beginning of of Ahsoka as as the as Fulcrum. Okay. As as this rebel agent working in the shadows. You can't you also can't tell me that Bale picked her up or like whatever or like helped her out and didn't mention his daughter, Leia. It's <gasps> been like two and a half, three years since I read the Ahsoka book, so I'm not hundred percent sure if he meant I don't think he mentions his daughter. I'm but I think that's like I think that's did. because he's still trying to shield Leia from the mm-hmm. rebellion to keep her safe. Great. So <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, I need this storyline. I need the story so, Well, it's in a book. Uh, well, it's about to be a show, so I'm really excited. So uh, Ahsoka is not the only one who's had contact with the Black Sun directly. Uh, Sabine Wren from the Rebel series, who we will be seeing in Ahsoka. She has just been cast, and I cannot remember the actress's name. I know her first name is Natasha. So I showed Cassie a picture of her, and I'm like, yes, I'm 100% great. here for it. Um but uh, Sabine is actually actually does have some have some ties to the Black Sun as well. Any. So after leaving the Imperial, because Sabine was a, originally an Imperial cadet, and uh, she left the Imperial Academy because, like, oh, they're bad. They're doing bad yeah, uh-huh. things. She realized that. <clears throat> and she and her friend Ketsu were originally they want like their goal was to join the Black Sun as bounty hunters. Mm. Uh, shit went down. Ketsu left Sabine mm. for dad and was like, I'm going to join Black Sun on my own okay, and take great. all the money. Um, and yeah, I mean, it all worked out for the best in the end, but 
Sabine now has very, very strong thoughts about Black Sun because now of she course. knows now she knows that they are involved in slavery. She's like, well, and, fuck you guys. And slavery is bad. It's bad, guys. <laughs> I, I, I feel like <clears throat> I feel like you guys didn't need us to tell you that though. No. Um, Black Sun, they were also present at the auction of Han Solo when he was frozen in carbonite. Of course. Which is hundred percent a story we 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 definitely need to dive into mm-hmm. because Han Solo didn't just go from Boba Fett to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. There was some drama that happened with that carbonite. That man is like, I, like the drama. I started writing it down and then I crossed it out and I was like, this is too much for this episode. It's so much. <laughs> but they were present but our there. Favorite they, scene. I love you. They, I know. They also they also hate Han Solo. Aww. Because at this point, what criminal doesn't hate Han Solo How in this case? How could galaxy? you hate Han Solo? He's so charming. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like the crime syndicates are not huge fans of Han Solo. Mm. In general, because they also bid on Han Solo Frozen and Carbonite, and they lost. I also love that TikTok I did where it was, can't make a husband out of a hoe. No. (laughs) When he literally, when Leia's like, I love you. And he's like, I know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Good talk. I feel like if you change, if you change the inflection on that, I know, like, you have so many different scenes. I love Many. It. I know. I know. Like you, you can. But the way he says it, it's oh, his yeah. way of saying well, I love yeah. you. Yeah, but we like you could it. just change the inflection, and, and it's um, awful. It becomes toxic. Toxic, as fuck. toxic AF. I'm like, I love you, Han, but get it together. Men. Inflection Fucking is everything. Men. Oh, I thought you were just going to leave it. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that was just a yeah, P- uh-huh. That was a PSA to the men. Also, you know what? Women. Inflection. Is everything. Is everything. That's true. That's valid. That's valid. As someone who often That's why feels... I hate texting over things. Yeah. I'm like, fucking talk to me because tone inflection is everything. As a person who frequently fucks up their inflection, inflection is important and how you say something is important. So in the New Republic times, like post-Empire, the Black mm-hmm. Suns, they're still around. So they during during this time they actually they they bribed slash blackmailed five New Republic senators, huh, to oppose Mon Mothma's resolution to send New Republic forces to Jakku because Jakku was essentially it's an inner core planet where the remnants of the Empire were kind of like holed up. Okay. Um, and they they were like you you need to oppose this, um, because. Basically, if the conflict continued, no one would be paying attention to them. So so the crime syndicates, they want this war to continue. They wanted the Clone Wars to continue. They wanted this conflict between the New Republic and the Empire to continue because when this shit's going down, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work. I mean, okay. Their 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 favorite smuggler gets in the way of that. Of so course. Han Solo does get in the way of that. He's like, nope. Um, we, you know, post that moment, really, we don't know what's going on with the Black Sun. They're definitely still around, probably. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I can't. Like, still sucks. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so sorry. they're potentially still around, maybe. They're potentially still around, maybe, when we get to, like, the sequel trilogy, but we're not 100% sure what's going well, yeah, on Well, yeah, because they don't talk about them at all, so. Yeah, okay. but basically, when there's conflict, crime syndicates will flourish. Yeah. Crime flourishes during conflict because you're so focused on something else. Yeah. That you can't focus on these other things that are going on. No. Like that's where the like breeding grounds for stuff like this happens in times of strife. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, then I'm, I'm sure they're, yeah, they're just like probably under the radar. Yeah. That's exactly what's Probably like a new, in, in, uh, in sequel trilogy times. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like I'm curious to see like, we might see them pop up in The Mandalorian. Yeah, they might pop up in The Mandalorian. They might pop up in uh, Book of Boba Fett. Like, I feel like those are the the, the, the best bets we have of where these guys are going to... That makes sense. ...make their next appearance. I could see that. Or Ahsoka, for- because they literally tried to, like, record yeah. her at one point. <laughs> oh, my God. That's nuts. I love that they're, like, either kill her or hire her. I love that so much. Either, like... They Respect. know an asset, Respect. and they also know that, like, if you can't get that asset, yeah. make sure no one else can get that asset. Yeah. Well, damn. So that's the Black Sun. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that's that crime syndicate. We still have I still three think more them, crime syndicates. I still, like, visually think of them as, like, the fucking obnoxious, like, influencers of, like... The galaxy. It's the pony. It's just the ponytail. It's just the ponytail. It's just the ponytail. <laughs> I want to see them in a high pony and a large sweatshirt. That's all I need. <laughs> That's it. That's their uniform. And every time they oh pop God. up on a on like a hollow, they're just gonna be like, "Hey guys, hey guys." <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of you have been asking, and this is what we do. <laughs> oh God. Okay, now. so we have the the pop punk. Crimora, uh-huh. the influencer, influencer. Black Sun. Um, we'll be back next week with the Pikes, so I'm very curious as to who the Pikes are going to be in your mind. I know. I'm excited to know, too. I also feel like with the Black Sun, I, mm, I'm i probably reaching. but <laughs> You? <laughs> what? Well, because I realized I didn't get it in yet. That's what he said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with their like hardcore Nazi symbol and everything and like following, I'm like, are these the Death Eaters of the crime syndicates? Ooh. Because we had the crime war be the Snatchers. Uh huh. So I think these might be the Death Eaters because they're just so like blindly the, following. These might be the these might be the Death Eaters because yeah. while and the Death Eaters like Lucius had an aesthetic. Like, that's a very, like, Instagram influencer aesthetic. Am I wrong? Lucius had a vibe. He had a vibe, guys. Like, the Death Eaters are, like, full-on aesthetic. Okay? Okay. I hate me, too. Don't worry. It's all about the Pinterest page. It's fine. So, that's why I'm like, oh, I could see that. Yeah. Uh 100%. Absolutely. They're the Death Eaters. You know, I'm going to allow it. I will allow it. Oh, Because that... I am okay with that. Thank I'm you. so curious as to that. how, because next week we're going to be doing the Pikes. The week after that, we're going to be doing Crimson Dawn. Uh-huh. Um, which means you have to rewatch Solo, Cassie. Oh, God. Can um, you just remind me? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I just And we're going to round out on the hut. So I'm curious as to what the, what the Pikes, 
Crimson Dawn and the Huts are going to be because we have there aren't pop, that many groups in we Harry have Potter, pop, so there might be some have, overlapping. Oh, that's fine. We have some pop punk. Well, they don't all have to be Harry Potter. We had the Snatchers. Now we have the Death Eaters. And what are the others going to be? Like, if you guys have any idea of what your interpretations, if whether or not they be Harry Potter or early 2000s yeah. music, um, let us know. Yes. <laughs> In my mind, I'm already assuming that the Huts are going to be my Scorsese film Italian mob. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're, they're like the big bad. They are the godfather. 100%. Job of the Hut is Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah. <laughs> I love no, but justice for Marlon. I love yeah. Marlon Brando. He's obviously but, so much better, but he is the Marlon yeah, Brando of the galaxy is. far, far away. Hundred percent. We're gonna fully talk about Zero the Hut and the weirdness that is Zero the Hut I'm on excited. the Huts episode. I'm excited because I have so many conflicting thoughts about oh, nice. Zero. I love and I hate him. That's fair. You love <laughs> to hate him. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, thank you guys so much for yeah, tuning in again. Thank you for coming back. We hope yes. you have a wonderful holiday, a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, happy Black Friday, happy Cyber Monday. Get blackout have, drunk. Happy. Um, eat all the food. <laughs> Take naps. Well, we but love you guys. All the holidays, they're starting. Yeah. Cassie has to pee. We're okay, signing bye. off. <laughs> love y'all. Mean it by. She's already like almost out the room. <laughs> She's gone. I'm just sitting here by myself now. Anyway, have a wonderful holiday, guys. We will we will talk to you next week. Love you very much. Bye. <laughs>